Thanks for tuning in to Upward Way Podcast. If you're looking to be spiritually blessed, moved, and inspired, there is no doubt you are in the right place. On our show, guests recount their encounter with Christ and how their lives have been transformed through the grace and love of God. And now, please welcome our host. Hello and welcome to Upward Way. I am your host, Marlon Walters. My guest today is a little bit different from the guests that I've been having on the show. In fact, today you'll be hearing from your host. Yes, you've heard it right. I'll be sharing a little snippet of my own faith journey. It is 2024, the start of a new year, and I want to say Happy New Year to you. And I want to say thanks for joining in and tuning in each week. You know, just a few months ago, we, we, we have seen some growth. We have actually gotten to a new milestone in ministry where we have now in excess of 20,000 persons tuning in each week. And so I want to say thanks to you. And as a treat to you for that, I'm sharing a little snippet of my own faith journey. Now, before I get into the sharing that, I must say to you that this little snippet was from a presentation I did a few, a few months ago. And during that presentation, I did share a little bit of, you know, how I got started along this faith journey. The presentation starts with a poem entitled God's Children, which speaks to our role as followers of Jesus Christ. That role should see us leading others to Jesus Christ himself. May God bless you as you listen. We are all God's children, so we need to serve him. We all need to lead someone to his cross. And I know we can do it. If we are united, we just need to have the Lord in our hearts. God's children keep fighting. God's children keep praying. God's children keep sight of the old rugged cross. For it is the base of the gospel commission. It was upon the cross, the Lord paid it all. Behold, Christ comes quickly to take us to his holy city with its 12 gates of pearl and its streets of pure gold. There we'll never have need of sunlight or moonlight for the glory of God will be the light that is there. Go forth now, God's children, Make disciples to serve him. Spread his love all around by divine grace and love. As we all do his will, living faithful and true, take the gospel of faith. It's a theme for our lives. Now I'll share with you my own introduction to the faith. My introduction to the faith was simple. It was a little over two decades ago that I arrived home from school and I heard my mom speaking, you know, in animated tones. She was very excited and her excitement was simple. There was a visitor who came to the house and this visitor turned up to have Bible studies with her and also to invite her to church. Of course, I was wondering, you know, why it is that she's so excited? Because it wasn't the first that we had visitors coming to the house to 
invite us to church in any case. And so at first I thought maybe this person was a member of the Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses because a few of them would visit in the past and there was this particular sister who was very fond of us as a family and my mom was also pretty fond of her. So that was my initial thoughts. So when I asked, she said, no, this lady is not a Jehovah's Witness. She's in fact a Seventh-day Adventist. And I was saying, Seventh-day Adventist, what is that? I, I didn't really know much. But in any case, because of her excitement, I said, you know what? I would really love to meet this lady. And so I think maybe the following week, I left school early, which was the case on a Wednesday. And I arrived home. And shortly after I arrived home, this lady turned up. And, you know, she was speaking with my mom and being, you know, the well-cultured um, young man, I thought um, I was, I decided to give them space. You know, adults are talking, then the best thing to do is to go to your room to study or something like that. But then later on, my mom came knocking and said, you know, the lady would want to meet um, me. And so she was saying, you know, what's your name and so on. And, you know, since you are in high school, why don't you just read the Bible verses that I would have your mom reading? I realized it was her strategy. So on that evening and maybe two other evenings or so, I can't remember fully well how things transpired, but I was the one reading the Bible um, as she would um, exchange with my mom. And I remembered after a while she asked the question, you know, what do you think about what you are reading? And I said, okay, let me show how smart I am. And I decided to explain to her what I meant. But she said, no, that's not what I'm asking. What do you think about your own life? And I said, off the top of my head, yeah, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> In terms of, you know, surrendering my life to Christ. I said, I'm not ready yet. And she said, well, I understand. And then she started to share a story. I suppose it was the Holy Spirit who impressed on her heart to share a story of a young man who was 14 years at the time. Now, the story had an impact on my mind because of two things, the age of the young man and also some of the things that he enjoyed doing. So she said that this young man enjoyed climbing trees and he would often climb trees and he would pick fruits and so on. And I said, but this sounds pretty much like me because actually when it was time for me to study, I preferred to climb. There was a special mango tree that I would climb, and that was where I studied for maybe all of my high school years. For those five years, that's where I studied most of the time, in that mango tree. So I thought, okay, but you know, maybe like this young man, I could actually fall from the tree and hurt myself. In his case, he actually died. And there was a similar story that was making headlines too about another young man who was 14 years old who got himself electrocuted. And so I thought about the whole thing and I said, I am 14, there is no way I'm going to die. You know, I actually, at 14, I felt invincible. Like those, you know, superheroes, the Spider-Man, the Batman and the others, I felt invincible that nothing can happen to me. So I said, who is she trying to trick by sharing this story? But a few days or maybe a day after, I started to think and said, you know, 
maybe these two 14-year-olds have the same thought that there's no way they could die. But eventually, they also died at the age of 14. And so I started to think about her words. And so when it was time for those who had interest in surrendering their lives to Christ, at 14 years old, just two weeks shy of 15, I entered that, would say in Christian terms, watery grave of baptism. I entered that baptismal pool. I got baptized, and from then on, I have continued. Now, there are two things I want to share, or maybe three, in terms of those early struggles. One of the first things that I had a problem with was the music. So I am from Jamaica, which is dubbed the homeland of reggae music. And so the, the, the pulse of the music was just everywhere. You can't escape the music. You get up in the morning, you are hearing it. You are walking along the streets, you are hearing it. You take a taxi or bus, you are hearing it. Before I got baptized, when we went to school in the mornings, we had our own sessions. We could call it a stage show, a party, whatever it was. We had our own sessions. And so what you found happening during those sessions was that some of us would be the ones making the rhythm on the desks, while we had some others in the class who were like the artists. And in my class, there were three young men. I won't call their names today. They were like, you know, among the best in the school. And so school would start at 7.30. And most times we arrive between maybe 6.57, and session would start. And so that was what I had to deal with before baptism and then immediately after. So it was really difficult for me to actually escape that sort of a thing. That was what I had to deal with. The second challenge was actually girls. So, you know, at 14, 15, you know, interest in girls were heightened. And in the Jamaican context, also, two of my favorite, I would say, reggae songs were about um, having lots and lots of girls. And so it was difficult for me to shift my mind from, you know, having that interest and those songs, those um, artists telling you that you should have lots of girls. And then you join a church where it doesn't only teach that you should only have one partner. That is after marriage, right? So you are taught you should have one partner, but then you have to wait until marriage. These were some of the early struggles. Now, the third one, which might seem insignificant to many, had to do with with sports. So I was also a lover of sports. I wasn't really actively involved, but my favorite sport was actually cricket. And so oftentimes we would have cricket games, matches on Sabbath. And as you are here in church sitting down, listening to the songs, listening to the sermons, sometimes my mind would transition from the sermon to the game of cricket. Now, if you are from... My side of the world, you'd be familiar with this batting legend. We call him Brian Charles Lara. So he was my favorite. And many times when I was in church, I would hear a voice inside saying, you know, Brian Lara made, would say, a century. If you know cricket, you understand, but I, I won't explain all of that. Or I would hear that Brian Lara did not do well or something. 
And so I would check my watch to see what time this voice came in my head. And many times when I arrived home and I'm investigating what took place in the game, the very moment the voice said Brian Lara got out or he made a century was the very moment it actually happened. So I was saying, you know, what is happening here? Music is trying to take my mind away from Christ. The temptation of women is trying to take my mind away from Christ. And then there is sports. So I really had to spend a lot of time in prayer as a means of overcoming those challenges. And thanks be to God, it worked. So Bible studies, among other things, were what I actually used as a means of countering those challenges that I faced as a young Christian. I didn't tell you the name of the Bible worker. Her name is um, Sister Norma Elliston. And one of the beauties, I was able to reconnect with her, and we had a lovely chat. All right, so you have now heard what would have been some of my initial struggles as I started out as a babe in the faith. I will now walk you through just to give a little synopsis as to what Upwardway Ministry is all about. I know you have been listening for quite a while, but I also know that there are some new listeners. So this segment will just break down in a nutshell what Upwardway Ministry is all about. I come back a bit to my personal testimony. I did share that it was God's word that I was able to use to overcome my struggles with you know, those hardcore reggae beats, those hardcore dance or beats, those challenges with having girls and girls and more girls, those challenges with being in church and having my mind on the game of cricket. Today, God has provided me with an additional weapon in sharing God's word, which is a ministry called Upward Way Podcast. What is Upward Way Podcast? It's simple. It's a weekly interview-styled audio production aired on Adventist World Radio. And it exists to nurture and strengthen the faith of those who listen, leading them into a satisfying and personal relationship with Jesus Christ or soldier, or savior rather. And the process is pretty simple. Each week, the aim is to consistently produce an episode so that persons can listen and have their hearts warmed by God's words. So people will share their experience with Christ, how it is that they were introduced to the faith, how it is they are able to preserve their faith, what are the challenges that they have faced as Christians, and how it is that they overcome. And so there are two things that I would want to say today. Number one, listen to this podcast. If you have been listening, then you know what it's about. Share with those who you know. Unfortunately, it's only available in English. So if your listeners, if your contacts don't understand English, then they may not be able to benefit from the audio content. But if you listen, share. So that's 
the first part. And the second part is, I am encouraging you to make yourselves available to be interviewed, to have your stories shared. Because your testimony might be just what the Lord will use to convert that person you have been praying for for the last two decades. Well, we have come to the end of this little snippet of my own personal journey with Christ. And as is customary on this show, before our guests leave, then there's a parting word that they will leave with you, the listeners. And so just before I close this segment, these are my parting words that I have for you. Do listen and be encouraged. Go forth now, God's children. Make disciples to serve him. Spread his love all around by divine grace and love. As we all do his will, living faithful and true, take the gospel of faith. It's a theme for our lives. Sister Norma Elliston had to travel hills and valleys. She had to walk for hours to take the message to me. She continues to serve the Lord thankfully as the Bible worker for her church. And in my conversation with her, she shared that, you know, there are lingering effects of making those trips on foot throughout the years. At times, it's difficult because we'd say the bones in the heel would protrude into the flesh, making it difficult. But she still enjoys, she's still glorifying God, even after so many years. She's blessed to have a devout elder who is willing to transport her after leaving work each evening. It's a powerful reminder that our purpose on this earth, among other things, is to seek and to save those who are lost. Sometimes we have to go up on the mountain. Sometimes we have to cross the valley. Sometimes we'll get wet. Sometimes we'll face the cold. Sometimes we'll face the heat. Sometimes we'll go against the strong winds. Sometimes we might even find ourselves in flood waters being washed downstream. But through it all, God, you are with us. You've been listening to the Upward Way Podcast, the number one audio production show for people who want encouragement and reassurance in a muddled world.